Hello, and welcome to this episode of Sticky Note Marketing. I am your host, Mary Zarnecki. If we have not met before, this is your resource for what's working now to grow your business, accelerate your success, and lead your your team with confidence, even virtually. So today is part of our expert speaker series. I'm super excited to bring you our special guest today, Christine McAllister. Thank you so much for joining us, Christine. Thank you for having me, Mary. This is so fun. Absolutely. So if you guys have not met Christine, she is an amazing resource. So like a lot of the other special guests we're featuring here, Christine and I met, gosh, several years ago now, and I actually found her as a resource for me. I leaned into her training. I loved the way that she spoke to people. And once we actually got speaking, I realized what breadth of experience and talent and expertise she was actually bringing to clients and uh, students like myself. And so I know uh, that you're going to get amazing value from the tips she's going to be sharing with you today because I know that I got that same value when I was working with Christine. So excited to share her genius with you guys today here on the podcast. And uh, Christine, why don't you give everyone just a a quick intro to uh, how you ended up where you are now? Thank you, Mary. Um, So I basically have been in media since 1999. Like there's one common thread through all the different things that I've done. It's that Uh, Since starting undergrad in 1999, I've been studying and or practicing media professionally, and that included becoming a professor of it when I was 23, which is a trip. Uh, And also, I've broadcast the Olympics three times, and I produced a documentary for PBS that won some international awards. And along the way, like the theme has been storytelling and So when I uh, started my business, the current business life with passion, and I really fell into podcast guesting um, as something I enjoyed, what I also noticed is that it started to bring me a lot of clients. I was a business coach at the time and it, it developed and how I did it became popular enough that eventually people asked me to start teaching it and then wanted me to do it for them. And so... So now today, that's what I do. I use all my skills in media to coach people on how to show up as great value-driven guests that get also get an ROI and bring clients in. And then um, my team and I help place people on shows as well. So it's kind of like this hybrid coaching, which is what I love, an agency model, which I did for a decade and you know, know how to do so. So I'll come together here. I love it. I love it. Well, we talk a lot on the show and in our community about bringing together areas of your life that you never thought would go together, but Mm. somehow magically when you bring it all in one package, it makes sense, right? Yeah, it's so true. So wild. So I know a lot of the folks that might be listening to this on the audio or either watching the video are either building their own business or entrepreneurs or potentially working for someone else, but have a little bit of that entrepreneurial fire and looking to build something for themselves. So one of the questions that I had, which I think they might share with me is why podcast guesting when we have so many different options, how did you end up on that as really the, the visibility channel that was going to work? Yeah, it's such a great question. Cause it is not something that is like the go-to thing that all the experts are saying, or you're getting ads served to you about why you should be on podcasts as opposed to anything else that you get ads about, right? 
why you should create a course, why you should do this, why you should do that, Facebook group, blah, 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 Clubhouse, TikTok, blah, 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 right? So personally, I was writing for, I was, I was guest blogging about uh, six and a half years ago when I started Life With Passion and I had had some success with it. And I also had this like little desire to go to, uh, to go on podcasts, but I was intimidated for whatever reason. I was like, I'm a writer. I can pitch. I had, you know, got some features and I just was intimidated to do podcasts because I'd never done it before. But somebody asked me to, to be on theirs. And I was like, well, that couldn't be easier. Okay. So I said, yes. And you probably heard me say, Mary, I actually had to record that interview from a hospital bed eight months pregnant um, and like double high risk and in, in labor and delivery triage. And I was hooked up to all of the things and, you know, in a very stressful situation. And I still found it really, really fun. My very first podcast interview ever. And so after that happened um, and after I had my baby that I was pregnant with, I was kind of struck by this idea of both how fun it was and also how leveraged it was for me to be able to like leave the baby. I have very, very little childcare, right? But tiny babies sleep a lot. So like leave the baby when she was napping and come down to my basement office in my pajamas, you know, and record an episode and then be done with it. And I found it really fun, really energizing. And so I just, I just went all in on it because it was fun. And then I looked up and realized that I was getting clients from it. And I was like, why is this? Right. So then I started to study that and realized that in my opinion, it was like the best thing that I could do to get clients. And then I started studying PR teachers and mentors and stuff and finding that they agreed with this thing that I had stumbled on. I was like, why isn't everyone doing this? So here we are. I think that's brilliant. I love what you said too, about it being leveraged. The fact that, you know, when we're thinking about how do we get visibility, how do we start building an audience or getting access to someone else's audience? There are these options we have that are kind of very time bound, right? The flash in the pan, the big burst. And if the big burst doesn't work, it's kind of done. It's over. It's like a firework versus really the slow burn. You may get a a little bit of a a bolus burst at the beginning of, you know, when the episode launches, but that has staying power that that's going to be out there. That's content that people can go back to again and again. Yeah, totally. And it's, you know, compared to everything else that we do, it's algorithm proof, right? It. Uh, is the only thing I know of where somebody is bringing you into their life for this period of time where they're listening while they're on the go, assuming they're listening to the audio version. And you're not competing for this scroll. You're not competing against ads. You're not competing against notifications, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're on a platform where like for me, I get to be on a platform where everybody listening already loves you, Mary. Like they're listening because of you, not because of me, right? And so, so just by virtue of you giving me the honor of having me on your show, like you're saying, hey, audience, this is a person I think you should know, like, and trust too, right? As opposed to you shouting into the void of 5 million targeted Facebook groups, which so many people teach. And I'm just like, I can't with that. Of course I tried it. And I was like, why isn't this working? Because everyone else is doing it in the exact same way. Do you know what I mean? So, and it wasn't aligned for me. So 
I feel like this is a really good strategy for people who really love having great conversations and are comfortable enough to do it or are willing to get comfortable enough to do it while being recorded. Um, and people who really don't want to hide behind funnels and, you know, what this and that, like, not that there's anything wrong with those things. And that also doesn't fit every human, right? Certainly doesn't fit me. And, uh, you know, for people who want to build their businesses based on like connection, right? I like that point about connection too, is because, you know, you are kind of getting this access to people listening versus just getting the scroll ad, right? So you're actually connecting with someone in a different way. So I I really, I I do love that story of your experience with your first being a first guest podcast, you know, in the hospital, in the, in the hospital bed. I mean, talk about a stressful experience. Every other podcast guest experience after that, you're like, Oh, if I could do that, right. <laughs> still be easy. Oh my gosh. So yeah. for those folks who might be listening, who are curious about it, they're like, okay, I have something to talk about, or I do want to promote my business or maybe get the word out about my book or just see what this is all about. But I'm afraid of X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not a good speaker. I don't know how to get on one you know, obviously you have an amazing background in media and all of this experience that you were able to bring to the table, but did you bump into any kind of those limiting beliefs and how did you get over those? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think the thing that is universal is like, if it's new, we're probably going to be freaked out about it, right? It doesn't matter if it's me like trying to give up bread because I found out I'm allergic to gluten or if I'm going on like a show where a million people are going to listen, like anything that's new is your brain's, you know, part of it, your brain's job is to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Right. So we just, you know, are still living with this monkey mind that kept our ancestors alive, but that, you know, sitting where you and I are sitting in this moment, I don't need activated to keep me from getting mauled by an animal. But I might feel that way if somebody asks me a question that I don't immediately have an answer to, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big one is like, yeah, what if someone asks me a question I don't know the answer to and I sound stupid? What if I run out of things to say? Um, who would want to listen to me? Um, why would anyone want to have me on their podcast when they you know, have these big names or they have a big show? And I think that really all of those things go back to owning your own expertise, right? So I had a client say to me, like we had worked together years ago and now we're going to work together for podcast guesting. And she said to me, um, I 4X my revenue last year. And I, first of all, I was like, yes, right? And then I said, what did you do? And she said, I went from knowing my expertise to embodying it. And I think there's such a big difference. And So how confidently are you owning what you're good at? And listen, this is something I have to practice all the time. Like somebody literally said to me on a sales call a week or two ago, 15 minutes in, I brought up the Olympic thing and the PBS thing. He's like, why didn't you lead with that? And my coaches say the same thing to me. Like, why isn't this everywhere? And I think for a lot of us who are so like mission driven, we're like, I don't need to talk about me. You know, it's like my clients are more important. Like the mission is more important. Yeah. Well, you get to help more people if they understand that you're qualified to do what you do. Right. Well, that's okay. Well, that's my work of feeling like I don't want to sound braggy and blah, 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 all the things I was raised to be a good little girl. Right. But now I'm I'm trying to undo. Um, And so 
I think the work is coming back to what do you know to be true? Why are you good at what you do? Because you got to sell yourself on that first, right? Mm -hmm. It's like getting on a sales call and asking someone to like validate you as an expert by hiring you. If you don't believe that, like they're going to feel that. And that's not their job to, to make you feel okay, right? So it comes back to doing the inner work. Same thing comes across on a podcast. Although you probably will never get yourself on a podcast if you're not pitching because you're hiding behind all the fears, right? So right. it's like, you need somebody like Mary to help you get to the point where you can own it and go, yeah, I could do this thing. Yeah, I can create a side business. Yeah, I could you know, grow my visibility. Yeah, I could get to the point where I can scale, right? Sometimes, a lot of times, it just takes somebody like helping you believe it and then your work to like practice and embody it. That is a really long answer. No, but it's so true. I mean, a lot of times, I'm sure you get the same thing. People, people come to me asking, okay, how do I get more leads? How do I, how do, I do this? How do I build a funnel? How do I create a nurture series? All the things, right? All, the, all of the little tactical things. But I say the same thing, you know, when someone's talking about, okay, well, how do I do lead generation? How do I create a speech that's going to inspire? I can give you the steps, but like you said, if, if the underpinnings aren't there, if the foundation, if the belief, if you truly can't step onto that stage, whether it's virtual or auditory or a real physical live stage, the the tips I'm going to give you aren't going to, aren't going to help. So I think that's a really, really good point. Um, I also want to go back to what you said before about the fact that it can be fun, right? So assuming that we do the work, we do the inner work, we're like, okay, I'm I'm gonna embody, I'm gonna embrace the fact that I have a voice. What I have to say is valid, I have expertise, I have value to give. Mm -hmm. So assuming that we we are doing the practice, like we're doing that. What I also liked was that you said that this was fun, right? Being a podcast guest can be really fun. You know, obviously it's gonna depend on you know who the host is, but I'd also imagine that some of the visibility tools we may be looking at, you know, I know myself look at require some tech savvy, right? You know, building a funnel, doing ads, either you have to know the intricacies of it or someone else does. So would you say that that's a benefit to really this opportunity, this idea of being a guest? Totally. I mean, like, not only do you get that no like, and trust, that immediate transfer of trust, right? From the host to you, to the audience, but the, the most tech that's required might be like a $25 headset in addition to internet access. Mm -hmm. Right. And I mean, that, that's like what John Lee Dumas requires, you know, of entrepreneurs on fire, $25 headset. Okay. I'm going to buy it. Like, it's not (laughs) a problem. Right. Like a lot of the time you're going to, you're just going to be asked to be in a quiet place with earbuds. You know, it's, it is, it's such a low barrier to entry. And for me, I find that like, I can get really wrapped up and obsessive about things like open rates and click through rates when it's like, I just paid $10 for what, right? If you're talking about an ad or like funnels or like, oh gosh, if only 1% convert. I mean, that just gave me hives trying Mm -hmm. to launch the way that, you know, my mentors were teaching and obsessing about messenger conversations and all of that. And I think it's, it's a natural part of the process when you don't know what you don't know, of course, you're going to try the things of the, the mentors that you 
that you are paying to teach you. And, and, and that's natural. It's just like school, right? How do we figure out our own thing? Well, like you try a thing and you're like, well, that's burning me out. This is my experience. And now, even now, like I'm in a mastermind to help me scale to seven figures. And they teach these foundations of like, this is how many messenger conversations you need to have. This is how many posts. And I'm like, yeah, that's not me. I'm here for the community. I'm here for the coaching because it's fantastic. And I'm not doing that because that's not what works for me. And I've found what does. And so I think it's like being willing to experiment and own that there are as many different ways to build a business as there are humans on this planet. And we just get completely sucked up in like giving away our power to XYZ influencer or expert who has, you know, something that we want and what you're going to do. And somebody said this to me a week ago on a sales call was like, we met in a mastermind and former one. And she said, I basically built a name of mastermind CEO business. Mm. Right. And he was like decades younger than her and single and no kids. And she was like, I burned out. I burned out because I tried to do something that was completely out of alignment for my personality. So this is my soapbox about like podcast guesting, not podcast guesting, whatever it is that you love. Right. I found creating long form content. I just, I mean, I'm a writer. I wrote a book. Like I got bored of it. I don't want to sit here by myself. I was writing long posts all day and then having to add emojis to them. Come on, you know? So, but I knew that people related to me through my voice. So this just felt like a whole lot more fun and really something that they can, everybody listening or watching can do like Mary. It's like repurpose. Oh my gosh. A podcast episode is one of the most repurposable things you can possibly do. And then you can go back to it once a quarter and you can put it in all of the things. So look how Mary does it because like, I don't do it this well by any means. And she's got a dial. It is one of my favorite things. I will say most people, have, uh, if, if anyone's listening and hasn't heard that, definitely go back in our archives. We have the whole episode about all the different places we take and repurpose our content, but it's true. It's one of those things where so many times we get caught up in that hamster wheel of, I got to create more content. I got to write more blogs. I got to do more posting. And really, if we can have one great valuable piece and reuse it, it's, it's great. So let me ask you this. So I love what you said about, you have to find the path that works for you, right? There's no one, you know, (laughs) golden gold brick road, right? So if someone listening is like, okay, well, is it me or is it me? When you're working with your clients, of those that you've seen be most successful with being a podcast guest, what would you say are, you know, a few of the characteristics that you could think of? That's such a good question. (laughs) Okay. So one thing is you're willing to just be yourself, right? Like my client's dreams are like, I want to be paid to be me. Right. So what does that look like with podcast guesting? It means doesn't mean you're not going to be nervous. It also means, it doesn't mean that you can't go in with notes. It also means that you are not going to be a robot, right? And you're not going to be like transactional. And what I mean by that is go on the show to get what you can out of the host and the audience and peace out, right? Like the people that I see having the most success with this, like they're there to create relationships. That, that podcast episode is just like the entry point to establish, like it's like sitting across a coffee table, coffee shop table with a new friend getting to know you. It just happens to be recorded, right? Mm-hmm. 
And I mean, what's better than having somebody ask you questions about something that you love? Like, sounds great, right? And, and then it's recorded and then it's shared with a bunch of people who really want to hear what you have to say. And so if you are an authentic person, if you're into relationship building, also, if you're willing to trust the process, because if you go in with a lot of attachment and neediness around, around needing to sell something on a particular episode, again, people are going to feel that it's going to keep you from being your authentic self. Cause you're like all obsessive about how to make sure to get these things across. It's not going to work. Right. It's just like when I read something earlier, a post I was scrolling through feed and one of my friends had was asking people to subscribe to her YouTube channel, but the whole post was about how many dollars and how many hours she'd put into it. And I was like, no one cares. I mean, maybe some people care. Maybe that's like really callous and mean, but like, why don't you sell them on what they're going to get when they subscribe and all the amazing things that are waiting for them there, rather than trying to justify all the work that you put in. Right. So it's being willing to lead with value and say like, give away as much as you can in the time of the interview mm-hmm. and not be precious with it. Oh, like great example. Oh, well, you can, you can hear more about that in my book available on Amazon. Like don't do that, right? <laughs> don't hold anything back. Even if you don't have a book, right? Don't be like, well, you could, no, just give away as much as you can in a 30 minute interview. You can't help someone with your entire expertise and process that you have spent decades, like learning and honing and refining. So just have the conversation, be willing to have the conversation and know that it's only the start. I love that. I think it's so true. I mean, and I've, def- I've definitely fallen into that trap of, oh gosh, do I want to say that? Because that's what I teach. That's what I get paid to, to help people with, but it's so true. I mean, in a, in a 20 or 30 minute episode, I can give you points and you can go practice them, but yeah. what people really pay me and, and pay you for is really then helping them actually customize it and apply it. Right. So it's the same thing. You can, you can read a recipe. My husband, you know, I've told you this, my husband owns a restaurant restaurant here. He's fourth generation chef. You know, he can write down some of the recipes that he does in the restaurant. He has, he does. He has diners come and be like, Oh, how did you make that wild mushroom risotto? He'll write down the recipe. He'll give it to them and they'll call him and they'll email him. And they're like, you must've written it down wrong. Cause it didn't turn out the same way. And he's like, no, 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 no. You just got the recipe. You didn't get the training, right? So there's value in the recipe, but yeah, the training comes with expertise. <laughs> it's like reading a book, right? How many books have I read? And I've been like, oh, that's an awesome highlight, highlight. I never go back to it ever, right? It's like all the courses that we buy that go on the digital shelf to die, like guilty, right? All the eBooks, audiobooks, everything. I'm like, yeah, this is amazing but I want to finish the book and get on to the next one. So I can say that I finished the book, not that it's actually going to change my life. Right. What actually changes my life is going, making myself accountable to someone and being like, this is what I intend to do. And I will hundred percent talk myself out of it in the next 24 hours. If you don't like check back. Right. Yes. And, and I mean that there's power in that. And for me, that only, I'll really only ask for it if there's an even energy exchange of getting like I'm paying someone like that's a whole other conversation. But um, but yeah, it's knowing yourself and knowing how you're actually going to do the thing. And like, I'm just real clear that the, the top things that are going to get done, like I got to I got to have someone hold my little feet to the fire. I got too many ideas. I love that. No, I'm the, I'm the same way. Yeah, the best shape in, I was ever in my life was when I was 
rowing in college and I had both a coxswain and a coach yelling in my ears. <laughs> oh my gosh. And were you doing like pre-dawn workouts and the whole thing? Oh yeah. Twice a day. Yeah. Two days for sure. Um, that actually brings up a good question though. So it's so rounding back to podcast guesting. Um, so quick question when you see people say, Oh yeah, you know, Christine, I totally want to do podcast guesting. I love it. I'm in, I fit the criteria you talked about. I want to jump in. Where do you see people then ghost? Like, where do they get excited? They take the first step, but what is that first bump in the road that knocks people down that people should be aware of? It's a great question. I was just coaching somebody like my client hired me and then is having me coach his team who is doing the pitching Mm -hmm. and, and things were kind of coming along pretty slowly. And he sent me a message and he's like, uh, freak it out. Right. Yeah. So I, I get on the call with her. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I know what's going on. She's totally overwhelmed. Okay. There are almost 3 million podcasts right now. Wow. And you start going down a rabbit hole and you try to complete this process, even for one pitch. And it just feels like, oh my gosh. And then you extrapolate how long it's going to take you to get on a show based on all the pitches. And like, I don't have time for this. Right. This isn't fun. This is not what I signed up for. So I would say that like, that's a huge one is like getting excited about the, the idea and then just not following all the way through. Um, I would say another one is like, sometimes people have gone on podcasts. I hear this a lot and they're like, well, yeah, I went on them and it was really fun. Like maybe you've gone on them in the past and it was fun, but you didn't see anything from it. So then there's like a lot of resistance to, yeah, but can really, like, can you really make like hundred thousand dollars in being a podcast guest? Right. Um, and these things that I talk about. So I think those are the two big ones is like falling off mm-hmm. before you start seeing momentum or telling yourself a story that because you did it, that doing it in the future is automatically not going to get you anything. It could just be that with a couple of simple tweaks, like you could start generating consistent leads from it. Right. Now, I know that that's something that obviously you coach people on. That's one of your areas of expertise. I, I know from experience, having you know gone through your pro- content, gone through your program, that you know the knowledge bombs you drop are pure gold. So is there, is there a way that people can, can get in on that? Is there something that they can do as like a starting point to find out how you work with people? Yeah. So, so do we want to go free or paid here, Mary? Um, let's do free. What, what might someone who isn't quite sure about themselves or if this is right for them, where, where could they start with something that is free? Yeah. So I have a really good checklist, podcast guesting checklist that covers more than we have had time to talk about today and that you can print out and you can have like next to your monitor when you're going through this process for yourself and you can just get a feel for, okay, here's what it takes. Here's how to show up. And, and that, um, that can really get you started. Keep you going, giving something tangible to check off. Cause I love doing that. Um, and you can grab that at lifewithpassion.com slash checklist. Okay, perfect. And we'll put all the links in the, in the notes uh, for this as well so that they can access you. So tell us a little bit more. So obviously I love the idea of the free checklist, getting, getting in, getting started, getting maybe some wheels turning about this. If you haven't been a podcast guest, how else do you work with your clients? 
what are other options they could pursue if they were just like, okay, I must work with Christine. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Yeah. So the checklist is a great place to start because that will get you like into all of the different places, but really like to the point of this idea of detachment, right. And of just like being able to serve my, what I've done differently in this iteration of my business than I ever have before is like really try to create something for people at every level or every comfort level mm-hmm. of investment. So whether you want to D de- if you want to DIY it, like have a training that, you know, walks you through exactly what me and my team do every single day so that you can just take it and run with it all the way up through like us doing it for you and coaching you want it. Um, so that that way it's just like, Hey, whatever's right for you. Like it's all the same thing. It's just different levels of support. Fantastic. I love that. So maybe folks, might be listening that already have their team or at least have a VA that can help them out. Others might be, you know, down to the, uh, I've got two hours a week to run my business. So (laughs) in there, exactly. I love that. I think that's brilliant. Terrific. Well, thank you so much, Christine, for sharing your insight and your expertise with us today. Anything else that I didn't ask that I should have, that you want to share with, with folks listening? Mm. I think the biggest thing that I want to impart is just the the power of possibility thinking, right? Like there have been times I'm sure for all of us where we're like, why isn't anyone liking my post? Why isn't anyone commenting? Why isn't anyone clicking? Why are my ads working? Are my funnel working? Where, where are my people, right? Where are my people? I just need to get in front of more of the right people, not the whatever people, whatever word you use for your non-fit people. And, uh, and I think that what's important to know is like, if you're sitting there going, yeah, well, are there any people, are there any podcasts that talk about what? Yes. Like there's a top podcast. that's about knitting now no shame, no shade on knitting. My husband asked for a knitting kit for Christmas for stress mm-hmm. relief. I asked for a kickbox punching bag. So you can extrapolate what you will out of those two choices. <laughs> But uh, I was just using it this morning after getting one kid off to school and fighting with him for an hour. I was like, this has to come out somewhere. It needs to come out somewhere healthy. Healthy. Yeah. (laughs) So this adrenaline needs to go somewhere. Um, But regardless, I think it's just this idea that you can build your business the way that you want to. If this resonates with you and like, you'd like to try it. Yes. This can be the only thing that you do for Legion, like the end, right? And so just beginning to play with this or something better, right? Whatever that is, could be the fun thing that you get to do so that you get to stop saying, I love everything about my business, except the marketing and sales, right? Which a lot of us feel that way if we're really passionate about what we do. And the thing is, let's say it's podcast guesting for you. Then people are going to come to you warmer after one touch than anything else you could do. Because they just invited you into their world for a half hour. And that's enough with one, one in-depth conversation for them to self-select whether they want to follow you off of the episode. And so that's another point about how it's so leveraged versus creating 12 pieces of content, hoping to God that the algorithm shares them or whatever, right? So just opening to possibility rather than that scarcity of like, ah, where am I people, right? Try it here try some other thing that's, you know, you've been intimidated by, but like the point is to try it and see what you fall in love with 
because that's going to be a game changer for your business. I love that. I love that. So I just wrote down three, three words that I think everyone needs to, to also write down if you're not a note taker, which is that you talked about exploring the possibilities. There's not one path. Mm-hmm. Embrace your own potential. You, you don't have to burn out. You don't have to be everything to everyone. You can do one thing and be great. And also just make sure it's in alignment that you don't have to force your personality or your way of communicating and connecting into something that is a should or the way someone else does it. So I love that. So thank you so much, Christine, for sharing that. I really, really appreciate you and everything that you bring to your clients and your community. And for anyone listening, I will definitely be dropping uh, the links to find Christine online, connect with her, learn more from her. Definitely encourage you to reach out, get the checklist that she's sharing with us today. And thank you, Christine. I really appreciate you. And thanks for being on our show today. Thank you so much for having me. A hundred percent. All right, everyone. We'll see you on the next episode of Sticky Note Marketing, cheering you on in your success and future.